Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, today we're going to talk about the energies governing February 2022. Welcome officially to the year of the water tiger. So Li Chun, the Jichi cycle starts the new solar cycle, February 4th through the 18th, and it is called beginning of spring. And this is officially when the tiger sign comes in and we officially begin the year of the water tiger. February 18th through March 5th is the Jechi, is the Chi cycle of rainwater. So February energies, um, I really like to look, so again, a big energy shift. Um, If you haven't looked at what you can expect for the year, you can go back and listen to the previous podcast through January, where I talk about the energy for the year. But today we're going to talk about the month. And so the month is actually a very special month. Also, what you'll notice is that it's the year of the water tiger in the month of the water tiger. So we're having a lot of big tiger energy. Remember tiger is that wood energy. And on top of that, we're getting a lot of water energy. So what can we expect from the month? When the lunar new year starts and we, they have a lot of different kind of rituals they do, meditations, welcoming the wealth gods, and you know, really it's just 15 days of celebrations. And of course, during that time on February 4th, we have the beginning of the spring that Lee Chun. And so all through during, you know, during this month, people are really trying to set, you know, their intentions for the year and think, how can they really start off and have a really great year. So one of the ways you can do this is on February 18th, there is a very, very special energy coming in. This was taught by Jillian Rothschild Scholar. I spoke at a feng shui event. It was a Chinese New Year event this past Friday. So if you caught that, you you may have seen this. She presented um, on February 18th at around 3.30 a.m. So I will point out that time is from about 3 to 5 a.m. There is an entire water tiger in for the year. So it's a water tiger year, a water tiger month, a water tiger day, and a water tiger hour. And the way Jillian kind of explained this, so hopefully I'm explaining it correctly because this isn't, again, my information. But the way she explained it is that the the pillar of the water tiger, remember it's water over wood, is that it is a complete spiritual pillar. And the, if you do Yi Jing, if you, you know, throw coins and stuff like that, you may know the hexagram of unity. And of course the hexagram of unity also represents the, um, the, the month of February. So it does represent a complete balance of yin and yang. It's earth over heaven, but the two meet in like a symbiotic relationship and it symbolizes a complete balance. So I think that's very important to note. So from three to 5 a.m., I would really suggest you getting up. It's like a direct connection to the divine. I would suggest you just getting up, spending you know a few minutes kind of meditating, praying, setting your attention for the year, and thinking about what you wish to manifest for this year. Again, that is February 18th from three to 5 a.m. And I do have, I included this on the, monthly energy blog on the website. So everything I talk about here is always included on the website. And so of course I'll put a link below.
taking a look at the animal signs and astrology, one thing you'll notice is that I don't always include all of the animal signs. I only give a little bit of a forecast or prediction for the animal signs that will be impacted the most. So these are animal signs that make combinations, they make clashes, you know, or they make some sort of um, energy interaction with the month. Not always will you have an animal sign that will interact with the month. So like, for example, if you are a sign of a rat, you're not going to have much interaction this month with the tiger. There's not a big interactive energy. So how will the energy impact you? This is one thing that I also forget to kind of note, but again, it is on the blog. The year represents your social circle, your friends and the community around you. The month can represent your career and your relationship with your parents. The day represents your health and your relationship with your spouse, your, your intimate relationships. The hour represents your thoughts, your feelings, emotions, and like future thinking, but also your relationships with your children. So if you have one of these animal signs in one of those areas in, in your chart, that is the area it can potentially impact. So if you're born under the year of the tiger, you know, it'll have an impact on your social circle and your friends. If that's in your month, it's going to have an impact on your career. The day will be your health and your relationships. And the hour, of course, is your thoughts and feelings and emotions. So you can just kind of think of it as impacting that part of your life. Let's start with the animal sign of tiger. Of course, anytime you have an animal sign that is present in the energy for the month or the year, it might mean you can feel extra stress. So this is very important to note. Um, I always tell people to make choices carefully this year because you have the presence of what is called the Grand Duke Star, not only for the month, but also for the entire year. So again, that energy is going to be doubled this month. So it's a lot of excess wood energy, um, but it really does signal the importance of growth, that self-learning. And I also talk about being cautious of leg and feet injuries this month. The next is a combination of the horse or the dog. So if you have the animal sign of horse or dog, you may feel, you know, you have may have some extra fire energy. It creates a fire frame. So either you have the horse or the dog, maybe you just have one. Well, that tiger coming in for the year, you know, makes it partial a partial frame. So you will still have extra fire. And especially the days that come in that um, maybe a horse or a dog day, it will create that entire element of fire. So again, the um, energy that it represents is really like spirituality and happiness and like connection. So it can really kind of represent these things to you. It really depends on what fire is to you, but it also represents technology in the beauty industry. So it might be a month where you're able to connect with the audience more, or, you know, you're able to kind of um, see that extra boost of like, maybe you have more uh, will, maybe you have more get up and go. Maybe you're more motivated. The harmony animal. So the animal sign that creates a harmony with the tiger is your uh, pig. It's going to be the pig. So combining with the pig creates an element of wood. So remember, the tiger's already the element of wood. We have a lot of excess wood in the month and the year. So the wood can also represent anger. It can represent our liver. So we do have to be mindful of these things, you know, um, the excess could, if we find ourselves like being really short tempered, just recognize that it really is just the energy of the month kind of combining, especially if you have the element of pig. So my advice for you this month is really to work on your coping techniques or triggers. And remember that wood represents growth and expansion. So growing and expanding your mind and your inner self 
will be very beneficial to getting through those feelings of anger. So maybe you need to take that anger management course. You know, maybe you need to pop in on a support group. Maybe you need some counseling this month. Maybe you just need to listen to a book, but recognize that those feelings of irritability might just be the excess energy for this time. So the seasonal combination, remember these are the animal signs that make up an entire season. So with the month of the tiger, the year of the tiger, we can look at the animals of dragon and rabbit. These all represent the animal signs of spring. And this of course creates the element of wood. So kind of my advice to you is almost the same as the pig. Remember if you kind of start off, you have anger issues, you're feeling very aggressive, that just might be that extra wood in for the, this period of time. So also I would warn that excess wood energy can impact our ability to focus because you're branching out and you're thinking of all these different ideas. Think of the way a vine grows or a tree grows. It grows in a bunch of different directions as does the root system. So you might feel yourself being unfocused or not know where to focus this month. So if you happen to see that, just kind of recognize that you know, okay, I need to rein it in. I need to make sure I can focus at this time and just kind of be easy on yourself. Just prioritize. You just cut out unnecessary distractions. If you need to put, turn your phone off while you're working, or, you know, you need to just focus on one thing at a time, um, set aside time for that. Don't try to be too hard on yourself because recognize that that is indeed the energy that is present at this time. This is something that I haven't included in my monthly forecast and I do not know why. The clash animal, the animal sign that clashes with the month. This year it's the monkey, this month it's the monkey. So I kind of liken it to metal and, you know, big metal, big wood. This is like considered kind of an ultimate clash. When you look at divination systems such as Qimindun Jiao, which I know a lot of um, people, especially that practice Chinese metaphysics, kind of like to dabble in Qimin. So if you've dabbled in Qimin, you might know that when the gung, when the yang metal and the jiao, which is the yang wood, meet, that means that the game is over for that wood. It's been found. It's kind of like a game of... Um, the like almost like you know knights <laughs> so the jaw is like the brave noble knight the gung or the you know he's like the the attacking army you know the attacking knight and so this energy can be a very big clash that's why it's always considered such a big clash when the monkey and the tiger meet and something that's said is that during this time, you should really be cautious of car accidents and um, especially accident, you know, these car accidents, because it's, again, it represents the element of metal. And so I would caution during the month of August, it's, it's said within Chinese metaphysics that that is the month where accidents, especially car accidents are a little higher. Really watch out during the month of August, which I'll remind you when you get closer, but really this year, you're going to want to be cautious of driving. Some say it's an old wives tale, or it's like a myth that, during this time, you know, when the monkey and tiger meet that this happens. However, I have two sons that have tigers and I will say in August, they have gotten in car accidents. It's just crazy. So, um, I say be cautious, just be careful. Like if you know, you can't go at a certain time. Like if you're, if you know, the timing's off when you're trying to drive, you know, don't try and beat those cars, you know, don't try and run to red lights. Don't be speeding. Just be cautious when you're driving this month, especially if you have a monkey. 
And especially this month, because there's two of those tigers present, it's like somebody's ganging up on you. You might just feel more stressed out and there might be a lot of change for you this month. It's a month that you could actually create a lot of change for yourself. So if you're thinking about making a big change for yourself this year, it's a really great year to do that because it kind of combats that energy. And when you create the change, you're in control of it. So that's what I, that would be my advice. So again, the, um, the tiger is also consider what is called a travel horse or like a travel animal. And so it could indicate there's a lot of um, movement, a lot of changes, or it could indicate that you may come up on some unexpected travel for the month and really even for the year. Looking at the feng shui, take note of the southeast this month. The southeast is one of my favorite areas for the year. It has that four star that's returned to it. It's called a literary star, it represents knowledge and learning. So this month, the flying star number one comes into visit. So it's like water nourishing wood. Again, that's a big theme for the year, right? The water nourishing the wood. So, I mean, I think it's a really great area to activate. It's a place where I actually keep bamboo and water um, just to kind of represent that water and wood element or what's called the peach blossom. It could potentially, this these are two, a combination of two stars that could potentially be good for relationships. So this month you might see an improvement in your relationship. I would suggest using the area a little bit more if you want to see that change. So again, these flying stars are actually activated by movement in the area and using using the area. And so if we want to activate the area, yes, we can place things out, but you get the biggest impact by actually using the space for what it's supporting. So again, it's supporting that relationship and it is supporting health too. So if you need a boost in your health, you could spend some time in the Southeast this year. You can store your medicine this year, especially for this month with that nice little uh, water star we see visiting for February. Again, looking for the Southwest, we really want to make sure that we do not activate the Southwest at all. So that includes like putting out water activations. That includes, you know, doing a renovation, especially Southwest 2. It has the double impact of not only that five tiger shawl, it has that year breaker, but now this month it also has the month breaker. So we're, it's the animal sign that opposes the month and the year. So we're just not going to mess with that Southwest too. We're really going to leave that area alone. If it's an area that you use already, again, what I've learned is that normal established patterns of energy don't activate an area. So it's like the area's already been activated. So if it's just an area you haven't used previously, like it's my garage. So I cleaned my garage up over the last couple months and I kept the area, you know, I put added some shelving, I organized some stuff, but this month I'm really not going to get in that garage and do a whole lot. So um, it's just that type of thing. Normal established energy is fine. My dogs sleep in there. So they're going to continue to sleep in there. But what I won't do is move stuff around and reorganize again. One thing I do want to note is that every year, you know, you have a combination where so that the flying stars line up in a certain way. So it just depends on the month, right? Well, during the month of February, Every sector will have a partial, what is called a parent string. So if you practice feng shui and you've learned about flying star combinations, this is the flying star combination of one, four, seven, 
3.258 and 3.69. This is actually a time where it said that the five star is not negative when, when you have that special combination. Um, I would, I would also add, don't activate an area that has a five star, but I would also kind of take note of where it's at and think, you know, it's, it's always like the, the boogeyman, right? Nobody wants to, to, to look at that five star. So I, I would tell you this month, I don't think it's going to be super impactful because of this combination. It's a little bit hard to explain why this combination is special, but again, it's called a parent string. So if you wanted to look that up, it's basically has to do with um, the time periods in feng shui and the upper, middle, and lower cycles of those time periods. So in, in these stars representing um, those time cycles. So it's just said to be a really good star combination. So especially the 147 and the 369. 147 again is like connection and relationships, whereas the 369 is more about like sales. So you can take note of the sectors that have those combinations, particularly of course the Southeast is going to have that combination. It'll be great. And um, some of the other areas really aren't going to be super usable for these combinations because of some other shaws. So again, I wouldn't activate it, but just use that area. Use the area, especially the southeast. Um, the south is okay this month. I, I don't particularly love it for the month, but it's all right if you want to um, use that area to make some extra sales and stuff like that. I mean, try it out. Just I wouldn't put any activations up this month. There's not a really a lot of great dates to do activations. So I'll kind of forego some of those activations this month and just more concentrate on... Um, just using those areas. I'm excited this week to continue my Folklore Friday segment. So this week I wanted to talk about different Chinese folklore concerning the tiger. Today I'll be reading from yourchineseastrology.com and this is called The Monkey and the Tiger. Legend goes that the tiger became king of the animals at the very beginning due to its fame of suppressing the beast. At the time, all the animals in the mountain immediately hid away whenever they saw that tiger coming, and so the tiger was proud, but he was lonely. The monkey and the tiger were neighbors, and they called each other brother. And when the tiger went out, the monkey would govern the animals temporarily. Due to the fear that of the tiger, the animals had to listen to the monkey. And this is where the origin of the Chinese saying comes from. The monkey reigns the mountains when the tiger is not there. One day the tiger fell into a hunter's net and unfortunately it could not get out despite the struggle. At this time, the monkey appeared and the tiger shouted for help. The monkey hurriedly climbed the tree and unfastened the net and saved the tiger. After getting out of danger, the tiger kept saying thank you to the monkey, but went over it in its mind. And he was thinking to himself, I'm the king of the animals, but I fell into a hunter's trap. And then I was saved by the monkey. If it gets out, then no one will ever listen to me anymore. Oh, so maybe I'll just have to kill the monkey. But later the tiger thought, well, I'm already a loner. If I kill the monkey, I'll have no friends. So... Who And honestly, who's going to help me if I'm in danger again, right? The, the monkey has those opposable thumbs. <laughs> so what's more, the monkey fears me, so it'll never disclose what happened today. 
The tiger told the monkey that he would pay him back for saving his life in exchange for him not saying anything. So, of course, the monkey agreed. And after that, their relationship seemed to be even better. But many years later, the Jade Emperor began to choose the Chinese zodiac signs. And as the king of the animals, the tiger was selected in the nature of things. So the monkey also wanted to be selected. So it asked the tiger to, you know, kind of put in a good word for him. So to repay the monkey, the tiger had to try its best to help the monkey. It told the Jade Emperor that the monkey was clever and it helped to govern the animals when it went out. So as a result, the Jade Emperor decreed to list the monkey as the Chinese zodiac sign. The monkey was listed and the tiger had repaid his favor. However, the tiger, he was unhappy at being compared to the monkey, which he really didn't feel had any outstanding skills and uh, compared to the other animal signs on that zodiac. So the two unfriended each other on Facebook and um, now they uh, kind of oppose each other. And of course, they sit directly across in opposition on that Chinese zodiac, whereas a tiger sits at the... Um, the northeast, the monkey sits at southwest and they oppose each other. One thing I think is hilarious, I kind of mentioned my two sons earlier, and um, they both are born under the sign of the tiger. However, my, my, my middle son, he's also born under the sign of the monkey. So, um, I just think it's hilarious when they were younger, they had such a rivalry going on. <laughs> so I just think it's hilarious. You know, they were always trying to one up each other. And when I heard the story of the monkey and the tiger, I thought that perfectly described their relationship. Here's some tiger symbolism. I thought this would be fun to include. So according to, um, I'll link these because uh, there's a couple different websites I'll be referencing. So from this one, it says that tigers are believed to be um, powerful creatures that can ward off evil spirits. So it's said that people, even in modern day times, will put a painting of a tiger facing the entrance of the building so it ensures that demons won't enter. It's also said to be able to ward off three disasters, which would be fire, thieves, and evil spirits. Um, it also says that children even will wear like a little hat with a tiger on it or shoes with a tiger on it because it's said to scare off spirits away from them. Whereas dragons come from the water in Chinese folklore and they represent that, um, that water and they're supposed to be like the king of that, you know, it is said that tigers are actually the king of the mountain and that they govern the, the land. And so they're almost like a guardian or protector of the land. So it kind of as told in the story, it said that the tiger will govern the mountain and the creatures on it. One bit of folklore that I've heard, and I think it's a big superstition, especially in the Chinese culture, it is said that if you have a daughter during the year of the tiger, that you should give them to like a surrogate parent or give them like to an auntie to adopt, you know, give them to their grandparents. Because it's said, it's believed anyway, this superstition, that if you have a daughter during the year of the tiger, that you're you will befall a tragedy. And so it's usually in the form of like losing a parent. So this is just one little tidbit that I've, I've kind of heard over the years. And of course, I mean, not everybody that has a child during the year, this year is going to have to, you know, have a tragic event happen, obviously, right? It's not going to happen. But, you know, you always kind of wonder where these, these thoughts come from, right? 
All right, guys, you have an amazing weekend. If you'd like to check out the blog post, which entails everything I discuss here today, just check the link in the show notes below and I'll catch you next week. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends.